Welcome to Empowering Honesty, the podcast where we have honest and candid conversations about life as millennial women. I'm your host, Jillian, and with my co-host, Courtney, together we'll be sharing our experiences of motherhood, adult friendships, our personal mental health struggles, marriage, navigating relationships, and embracing our sexuality in our 30s. We've created this space to have real, authentic conversations about the ups and downs of life as millennial women, exploring the importance of embracing self-care, nurturing our weaknesses, and owning our desires. In each episode, we'll explore our own stories and insights, as well as curated guests who can provide us with valuable advice and guidance. Our goal is to empower and support you, our listeners, to be honest with yourself and those around you, to build a community of women who are all in this together. Let's talk about sex, baby. baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things. It can bring? I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like after our previous episode, we were like, okay, we just need to dive right into this I because I feel it. like it's like it's headed in that direction and we're both just so excited to talk about it. <laughs> this will probably be multiple episodes. We'll yeah, come back to yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> I don't even know where we're going with it, but we're just going to go. We were talking about date nights and we were talking about how... Um, we start, kind of started talking about like the craziest place that you and your partner had ever had sex. And then we were talking about just like as we get older, like just like sex changing throughout the relationship and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I feel like Courtney is like a sex expert. No, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make that very clear. No. <laughs> I enjoy having this discussion with people because I yes. think it's something that doesn't get discussed enough. And so. So there's so much shame around the conversation. Taboo. It's been always so taboo. Yeah. And like, you know, some people who discuss it and that's totally fine. But a lot of times, especially for um, young females identifying, it's, it's it's a topic of shame. And, you know, it's something that you're you're not supposed to enjoy. And it's like it's it's. More about both, their pleasure. Both sex and self-pleasure. Yes. Oh, like, my gosh. Self-pleasure is never anything that was ever discussed. No, it's only as, ever. Like, that's on, like, still to this day, I don't think I've ever had that discussion with, with my parents. At, uh, oh, my, my mom in particular. Like, there was always, like, sex ed and stuff like that. But, like, even in sex ed, that kind of stuff was no. never discussed. And it's only ever, like, highlighted for males because, you know, they have external appendages. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. they have penises. And it's... I just I think it's a conversation that needs to happen more because working on your own self-pleasure and finding what you like is crucial and it's to being able to feel comfortable in your body to, to be able to be with another person if that's something you wish. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's it just unlocks a lot of things to be able to be you know, well this is what I actually like. Yeah. And it can allow you to be able to realize that when you're with a partner that they're doing something and you're like, well, actually, I like this. Um, you know, you can direct them more. Yeah. Um, which, you know, some partners may not be open to. But no, because I was going to say, like, there's like not every partner will be like open to being like, what do you like? It's like they seem to think that you need that you're supposed to like something because of a yeah. because another person liked that or something. Right. Like that's not the case. It isn't. And so much of what we're what is impressed upon us growing up and in the media and everything is that sex 
is equals intercourse and penetration. And that's not the case at all. Sex and intimacy are so much more than just simply, you know, P in the V. And yeah. it's just, it needs to be more open conversation. And if you're in a, and if you're in a partnership with somebody, you know, like in the last episode, we were talking about how, um, cause you posed the question to me about like, you know, where is, where, where would you say the most interest? I'd have to really ponder where the most interesting place I've had sex is, but just because it's the most wild or interesting place you've had sex doesn't mean the sex was good. Oh, you know absolutely, what I mean? Absolutely. Totally. Like, yeah. cause I mean, like I've had well, sex. Well, then there's a question for places. you. Where, where have you had the best sex? Life? <laughs> <laughs> there's an even better question. And I know that answer like right off the top of my head. <laughs> oh my God. And yes, honey, it was with you. <laughs> <laughs> but, and it's like, because so our, our sexual histories are very different because you've been with Brandon for, since you were 19. Yeah. And, I met my ex-husband when I just turned 20 and then I was single for a few years after I left him. And then that's, and then I met Rick and we've been together almost nine years. Um, and it was really interesting. I found when I was single after I left my ex-husband and realizing like, it was really daunting um, yeah. to be like back out there. And, and yeah. because I, my, my, my sexual experience was very minimal. Yeah. Um, had you had many partners before you met your husband? No, I was, your with, my, I was with him for like seven years Yeah, and I had a boyfriend for two years in high school. Um, I saw someone briefly in, in college. Yeah. Like three. Okay. <laughs> you know, so mine was kind of the opposite. I was very promiscuous and had multiple you had touched on that when we talked yeah, about your. Yeah. So I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> Our <laughs> sexual no histories are very whatsoever, different. and it's like, oh no, don't worry, I had a time <laughs> because it's an exploration, and it's like, and but but because you talked about that in the in your ADD episode, yes, when we discussed yes. about your diagnosis, and it's, I think this is going to be like multiple part episodes. It's going to be multiple orgasms. <laughs> Where you've been with your partner since you were 19. And when you're 19, like so much of what we're fed about what intimacy is, is it's very minimal and it's mm -hmm. all male identifying focused. Mm -hmm. um, but now it's like we're both 37 and I don't know, something shifts when you're coming to your 30s. It's like anything that you've had an inkling or a curiosity about, I don't know, your 30s just happens and you're kind of like, I've got things and feelings that I kind of want to dabble and explore and it's like yep. being able to be open and communicative with your partner to and maybe they're not there yet you know what i mean yeah. like um are you and brandon the same age or is there like a much of a swing just a two-year difference okay so not a not a big difference at all no yeah like and like rick and i it's only a four-year gap he's a, he's younger um <clears throat> but yeah it's just I love that rob in the creed no don't <laughs> say jillian jesus I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it. I love uh, that you're older. I just love it. <laughs> it wasn't intentional by any stretch. Because when no, I was but single, I feel like there's there's a point when you you don't notice that age gap as much, no, right? And you, it's like because it's only real. It's only little things that make it noticeable in our relationship, and it's because he was born in 1990, so at the start of a decade. Oh, yeah. So there's things that like that were paramount to my childhood that he didn't really experience yeah. because you know when you're and born that's, that's only four years like yeah that's, that's, so when that's you're interesting. born at the start of a decade 
you kind of miss the deck the, the the meat of the decade yeah you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. my i was like the music i was getting into was all like 1995 yeah you yeah. know and so we're getting off topic back to sex <laughs> yes um, <laughs> but <laughs> we're gonna talk about the 90s and all that stuff though. that'll be that's, a topic that's too. another Don't topic worry. we're excited for that one <laughs> um but but yeah so like you know, the things that you were curious about when you were 19 and 20 versus, um, I just hit the mic, um, the door's opening. Um, maybe different, is it a dog? I don't know what it is. God knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, Probably a bird at this point. But anyways, that would be fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's what you're interested in, you know, when you're 19 and 20, just, you know, kind of only a few years into your, like, sexual identity. Um and experiences, so to speak, it's it's drastically different than yeah. you know, and and it's interesting because you two have been together. It'll be what eighteen years? You it said was coming eighteen up? years yesterday. That's wild. Like yeah. that's. And do you know what what we use as the uh, the defining date for that? So it's like when you first start dating somebody, you know how you have like a, so that is like our dating. Oh, okay. Date. But that's the that's the day we first had sex. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess that's when we made it official. But it's like, I remember, like, I don't remember very many times because obviously we've had sex like hundreds of thousands. Brandon probably wouldn't say that many. But, <laughs> but I remember and that very first. I remember that very first time. Yeah. Like, I still to this day remember that very first time. Aww. 18 years later. Well, that's good. That's yeah. a sweet memory. Yeah. That's good. I that's think good. about it from time to time. Aw. <laughs> when he's not here. <laughs> For myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, like we've been together, I don't know. And Rick and I, we've just, we've gotten to this point where like our communication has really become so strong and we talk so much more. And again, like, it's not like he's much younger than I am, but it's like, you know, he's into his 30s now. Like he's yeah. early 30s and I'm late 30s. And, but it's just, I don't know. I can see I I it's it's exciting to see him coming into being so comfortable with yes, himself yes. now. And you spoke of that a couple of times about yeah. him being more comfortable. And it's and people just assume that, you know, males are going to be sexually confident. Yeah. And yeah. like so it and it's just it's an interesting dynamic to be like exploring together and finding out what you both like and like the things that you're already interested in being like to, to feel in a place, a safe space with your partner to be like, so I'm kind of interested in this or I was think saw this and I thought this could be fun. And, you know, in a safe space to be able to tell them um, for them to be able to respond and say like, okay, I don't, really know how I feel about that yeah like you know we can surely check it out yeah yeah and it's a very different shift from I remember when I was single and like you know I was uh, dabbling into like you know a lot more into sex toys and things and checking those things out and exploring my self-pleasure but I kept meeting these partners who when I would be intimate with them they were so hard against the idea of like oh you don't need that I'm like I'm sorry that's not what I said. You shouldn't be, and, like, there is no reason for anybody to get offended yeah. by the use of a sex toy. And I'll be guilty, I, or I'm guilty of thinking that in the beginning, like, masturbation and stuff like that. It's like, oh, why do you need to do that? Like, I'm right here. But that's a total shift that I've had 
in I guess our like me and Brandon's like relationship and stuff like that. It's like now I'm perfectly comfortable if I'm exhausted and don't want to have sex. It's like just go have a shower. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like it's also something like like mutual masturbation or not even just that, but like, you know, encouraging each other to explore your 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 own sexual pleasure is really empowering. Brandon has always been like super, super encouraging when it came to that. So like when I don't know how many years ago it started, but Naughty Santa decided to to come on Christmas and it was always Christmas Eve but like he um, ordered like a bunch of stuff from like I can't remember what the online sex shop was at first but it's changed names a couple times so anyways we always say that Naughty Santa comes on Christmas Eve so we always (laughs) exchange our gifts with each other and it's always they're always sex toys and stuff like that so like I love this Brandon has always been super super comfortable with like providing the tools for like my self-pleasure like he's bought me more sex toys than that i've ever bought so myself so hot that is so attractive no that really is an attractive <laughs> he has. quality like every like, sex toy i have i think he's bought for me that's so cool yeah no that's really empowering because it's just and so many men like yeah, when i was single it was really it was really weird and it further compounded like those feelings of shame i had towards yeah, my exactly. own self-pleasure like it wasn't allowed oh, this is bad. right and then like but coming into a relationship where, you know, I was able to feel safe and to be able to explore those things and, and realizing that my my sexual journey and my sexual pleasure is not contingent on yours. Yes, exactly. And like it's, you're not doing anything wrong yeah. by me wanting to do this. Totally. And it's not bad for me to want to do this and you should want to do it, too. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, you know, it's it's it's. We are not each responsible for each other's sexual pleasure. Ultimately, we can come come together and we can have like fun, intimate sexual times. But overall, like it's not. It's not his responsibility to to free. You know, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. But yeah, Yeah. like it's not it's it's not his responsibility to make sure that I am fulfilled fulfilled sexually. Yes. yes. And likewise vice vice versa. versa. And like for us to be able to have that conversation so that when we do have sex sexy, intimate, fun time, um, you know, it it just makes a much more intimate it just makes a much better experience overall. Because like and circling back to your original question from the last episode talking about like the best place, but it's I don't know, like when I was single, like it was I, so much of it was, was like, it was very validating, uh-huh. um, you know, my feelings of self-worth and stuff, but, which was all other conversation, um, <laughs> but, but it was really interesting, um, to me to, to reflect back on it. And especially the partners that I met who were incredibly attractive, um, cause first my, my immediate response was like, I wasn't my, my myself. I was like, I am not good. Why? Why are you interested? And then afterwards being like, have you only ever been attractive? <laughs> like, have you never read a book? Like, because like the sex is boring. The conversation is boring. And you're only just pretty. Like, which is just not attractive at all. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And that's the whole thing is like it's people some and so many people get so hung up on like a look and like but you know what's really hot and attractive? Like 
Brandon supplying you and bu- buying you like sex toys. That's attractive. Yeah. Like, you know, providing a safe space for you to explore your sexuality. Rick has provided for me. That's incredibly attractive. And like that's and then you meet. You meet people who like you wouldn't necessarily look at when you're at a bar or out exactly. in, in an inst- instance like that. But then you get talking to them and you're like, you are the most engaging person yes. I've chatted and with in a long time. And that makes them extremely attractive. It yes. does. Someone yes. who's like, I hate to say like they're so deep, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're, they, they, they've. They have thoughts. They have opinions. They 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 think about things in an interesting manner. Like that's incredibly attractive. Um, you know, they use anatomically correct body parts. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like they're they they understand that you have a cycle. Yeah. And you know what I mean? <laughs> like that. Did you see? That reminds me of this reel that our tattoo <coughs> artist shared. Um, it was the most adorable oh. thing. I, I'm going to share it on our Instagram when we get done here. I'm going to make a mental note to do that. But it was, yeah, it was just all about this man saying, like, I know her cycles, like, blah, 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 blah. And anyways, it was very, it was deep. And it was very, like, it's like, oh, man, he's got it going on. It's a like, very sweet idea to be mindful of those things. And-, and we talked about that on our trip to get tattoos about how, like, we were talking about, like, when we became pregnant and things like that. And it's like. Brandon freaking knew I was pregnant before I even told him because he's like, yeah, I know you haven't gotten your period. It's like, really? It's been like two weeks. <laughs> I was waiting for you to tell me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that that's incredibly sexy when they're when they're in tune with you like that and right? stuff. And they acknowledge those they acknowledge those little things and and it's and again like people so often media again it, it circling back to that concept of like it's strictly penetration, but. Sex is so much more. Oh. It's it's you know those little moments. It's 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 being flirty. It's sending cute little texts and yeah. Yeah. pictures. Like, <laughs> pictures. You know they don't have to be completely naked, but it's yeah. just like you know feeling cute. Send a picture. Yeah, and it's just like you know wearing that whatever you like, and you know getting dressed up just to just to get dressed up with them like that's all those that intimacy built constantly nurturing and and that goes back to our last episode you know just nurturing that relationship with your partner prioritizing prioritizing and like you know taking the time to show them that you you're here for it and you want it and you know there's going to be some nights where you're not going to want it but it's just that doesn't mean like that's that's the biggest thing is when I when I say like, you know, I'm not in the mood, like it's not because I don't find you sexy and it's not because I really don't want to. It's literally just because I'm tired. Like, I mean, like you can only starfish so much and <laughs> until you're just like you just have to say no sometimes. <laughs> and that's totally fine. And like having and, and making sure that your partner respects when you say no. But like understanding that, like, you know, and not Keeping it in the in, in your mindset that like, you know, am I getting into a routine of saying no or, you know, is it because like, you know, we all get into those feelings and I say we all, but it's easy to get into those feelings of like, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, especially if you're feeling kind of like in an emotional rut or if you get overwhelmed. Um, we've had the ADD conversation where it's like everything can look like a mountain. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to do any of it. Yeah. And, you know, even the shower seems daunting. And but like just grab a shower. <laughs> Give, give, give yourself a little wiggle. And, you know, <laughs> and it's just all those little I saw this thing uh, the, uh, the other day and it was just talking about how 
a glimmer. It's, it's, it's this idea of like things that are glimmers and they're just okay. like little things that can kind of give you hope. And, you know, the more you look for them, the more you're going to find them. And it's just like, you know, just if everything looks too dark, if you can at least see a foot instead of, in front of you, take that first step, get in the shower, you know, <laughs> like, or, you know, just as simple as like, take a cute picture. And yeah. sometimes it, that's all you need. Like, and then that kind of, that feeling grows that the more you nurture that and you, you can be able to more nurture that with your partner and have those open conversations about like, you know what, my headspace isn't really there. And I realize that I'm not, I haven't been super, because it also gets into the, com- the, the area of like, if you keep saying no for, you know, whatever reason, or if you're just in the habit of saying no, even if you want to, but you don't feel you can, you know, and you're not having those conversations, your partner may start to just feel like, oh, shoot. And then that gets in their head. And if so, sex is also communication. Like you have to be talking to each other about like, you know what, my headspace, just not whatever, whatever. And they're like, you know, I understand whatever, what things can I do to help you feel you know, what, what things can I, how can I best support you right now? Yeah. Um, it's. Uh, we once went through a dry spell and it was when like, when I was like, I hear all these, like these stories from women who get like so um, horny when they're pregnant. And that was just the opposite for me. Like I never, like the moment I got pregnant until I pushed that baby out or had that baby <laughs> cut out, I never pushed one out. Um, I was not at all and like my sexual um urges are very much so related to my cycle like very much so like it's like the minute i start ovulating i've got a good four or five days (laughs) that i'm like in my prime but other than that sometimes i'm just like don't touch me like you know what i mean and like and i feel bad for that sometimes and like sometimes it's like i don't want to have sex with him but it's like I would take self-pleasure because it's just like there's not much work involved. Well, that's just it, too. And, like, that's a whole conversation to come back to is because, like, so often we assume that, like, especially as women, because we have so as it's female identifying, we have so much on our plates. And it's just like sometimes you don't even want to take that shower. But it's like, do I really want to take 20 minutes? And it's like to have an orgasm like you need to have you need to have that that's stimulation exactly and it's the warm <laughs> you need to have the right play. you need play. to have the warm-up like it's not just important. like and but that can but start... it's completely different for guys right because they don't necessarily need that they need what 10 15 seconds and it's like well, ready to go but, but but that but that can that's something that can like you know you can start throughout the day and like have those conversations and like you know the little flirty yes yes and stuff and, it doesn't know. necessarily just mean foreplay in the bedroom that's yeah. right that is a very good point it could be just a cute little sexy message in the morning yeah yeah there's been times like that that uh, yeah i never really thought about that before but that is good it's like just it's foreplay outside of the bedroom yeah and it's like all those little things that kind of just like hey and you know it's just like like sometimes i'll get out of the shower and like i i the you know the kids are out in the the living room they're watching something or whatever and i'll just i'll be in the bedroom and i'll be like hey can you come give me a hand with something and it's it's not to initiate sex or anything but it's just i'm just I'm not, I'm just getting dressed and I just invite him in to come join me while I'm getting dressed. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's, it gets a little handsy and it's just, it's just a fun little moment. It's just a fun little moment. And it's just a little like, 
hey, I'd like to see you right now. Brandon and is always really good with those moments. Like that's, that's good. Like, he's got like the he's all about like boobs and butts and all that <laughs> stuff. It's like, I literally cannot get changed in front of him without just some kind of little, Oh, Hey, like, Oh, <laughs> boob. <laughs> he's very, I always say it's like a very like immature thing. Like he reminds me of like a teenager, but it's like, as much as I give him a hard time about it, if he didn't do it, I would miss it. You know what right? I mean? And it's, like, it's like, it's a little thing that like, I always like roll my eyes and I'm like, oh, but it's like, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But having those conversations around that and like, you know, it's that that's okay. You know, like they're they're wanting to touch and they're wanting to feel and like but having those conversations and making sure that as long as you both have clear boundaries about what is acceptable yeah. and being able to communicate, you know, you know, not right now I really I Everything's been too much today. I really can't handle someone yeah. wanting to touch me right now. Yeah. And that's okay to have those conversations. But like, you know, when, like, like I said, when I get out of the shower, it's just fun to be like, hey, can you help me with something? And, you know, and it's just, he's just like, oh, hello. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, he's like, what'd you need? I'm like, nothing. I just, <laughs> I just want your eyes on me. Right. I just want you to come hang out. <laughs> it's just, and it's just, it's just those little moments. And yeah, it's, that's, yeah. Opening lines of communication are important. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sex is communication. Yes. I love that. I love that. Oh my God. All right. Whoa. Well, <laughs> I know, right. We're just banging them out today. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Uh, so what are what are some of your thoughts in in terms of like you know how do you how do you prioritize your sexual pleasure and you know if you have a partner how how are some ways that you keep those sexual communications and connections open with each other when things get crazy and busy um we'd love to hear from you we're on Instagram. Who else does naughty claws? I want to know that. I I'm, I have to. I, this you is... are going to adapt. Who is going to adapt naughty claws? Naughty claws. From here? Naughty claws comes on Christmas so on, Eve. Literally. Pun intended. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm so on board. As soon as we leave here, I'm going to be like sending a text to Rick. Like, so new Christmas. Pink plan. cherry. That's where the stuff comes oh, from. Pink yeah, cherry. Pink cherry. Yes, yeah. but it used to be something else years ago, and they like swapped names or something okay. like that. I don't know. Anyways. Noted. <laughs> but yeah, no, what 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 things do you do to keep things interesting and like, you know, keep that 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 stimulation going. Yeah. Like how do you how do you encourage your foreplay? Yeah. 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 All right, reach out to us. We're always eager to hear feedback. Absolutely. <laughs> At Empowering Honesty on Instagram. We'll see you next time. We love you bye.